We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I got a special human guest, Angel Uniform, 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 (laughs) Unicorn, Smiley Face, just Angel on Earth with me today. Um, This is so exciting because Chelsea and I have known each other for quite some time, and then I had the privilege and pleasure to coach her for a short period of time when she was kind of in a big transition in her life. And our coaching relationship was short, but it was really impactful on so many levels. And it's been like such a gift that I get to observe and watch you really step into your light and step into your power. Uh, so welcome to the show. Hey. Chelsea got two coaches on the show today. <laughs> Woo! I wore my sunflower, even though it's 57 degrees, wore my sunflower dress. <laughs> You know, I'm like so bundled over here. Um, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Chelsea and I have known each other for quite some time. And, you know, there's certain people that come into your life that you meet that like leave an imprint. And I remember when you came up to me at body and I had just finished my IIN coaching and you were like, congratulations on being, becoming a health coach. Like I want to know everything. And you weren't doing anything like that yet. And you just had this energy. You had this lightness about you. And I was like, whoa, like, you know, they use the term light workers or whatever. And like, that was you. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what you're going to do, but whatever you do, you're going to be amazing at because of the energy that you like exude and the giving heart that you have. And so our relationship just kind of like evolved and grew from there because you would come to the events that I would do and especially the community service events, because I know they hit so close to home and like your heart is just so big and you give so much value just by being you, but also with like the kindness that you carry in your heart. So I'm just so excited to have this conversation with you. I couldn't think of a better person to talk about value than with you, Chelsea. Yay. Well, thank you first for having me and for the little pep talk. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Great start to the day. <laughs> um, but I know I've been excited. The, like the timeliness of this all is just so crazy. Um, there's just so much synchronicity and alignment in general. I think it's always there, but of course there are different, different seasons. We're a little bit more tapped into when it's happening. And um, this season, especially I've tried to make it a point to just like eyes open, <laughs> eyes open, heart open, just arms open, but like paying attention. And, um, I recently left the podcast that I had been doing for a while. And I remember walking with a girlfriend on the canal and I, I said something like, you know, I just have to trust that the right things will, will come my way. It was a huge step to leave because nothing was quote unquote wrong. And then you literally text me that day, asked me to do this episode. And I was like, what? Oh my God, this is what I'm talking about. And so I think it goes hand in hand with what we're going to dive into today, because it's just, it's just following that, like the, it's following what is important to you, your, your core values, which is going to change person to person. And before we started working together, I, I do feel like I had such a good gauge on so many things and I, but not that. And I think it just goes to show one, like you're all, like everyone's always going to be a learner, a student. Like you can always learn more, even when you think like you have such a good idea on everything you can. But there's always going to be something and just that little, little, because it's jokingly little, but something as as 
simple as values, like made such a huge difference. And so eternally grateful for you for that. And it's something I think, yeah, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> Crucial. Crucial well, like, awesome. You know, what's so amazing is that synchronicity, like the amount of times that that happens to people that are like following their purpose and their path, like it, it happens all the freaking time. You just have to be aware that it's happening. Uh, but I love that like within, you know, 12 hours of you making a decision to stop something that felt no longer aligned with your values and who you are, like hours later, I reached out to you. Like you can't, can't make that shit up. Yes. You know? Yeah, you like, can't, you can't make that shit up. It is so, it's so present. And there's just something so powerful when you are present and you're aware of the synchronicities. And I kind of feel like that's how our whole relationship has been. I feel like we've just always had like this synchronicity and this vibe that like connection that has always just kind of like, um, flowed together. So I'm really excited to talk to you about values and dive into like really, you know, what values are, how do we use values in our day to day? And like, how do we use them to make decisions moving forward? Especially when things like aren't necessarily wrong, but you know that they aren't right. right. So first let's just start with like, who are you? Who is Chelsea? <laughs> well, my name is Chelsea Hand. I would say many things. I'm a woman, a daughter, a mother, a, a girlfriend. <laughs> Add that one to the list in the last, uh, you know, nine months. Um, I am kind of like, I do kind of a lot of things. I work with women as a coach. And then I also love thrifting, which I'm leaning into more now than ever. So that's fun. Keeps my mind, my mind active. And then I also work at body too. So kind of many things, love them all dearly. Yeah. Well, super, like super immersed in my community right now, yes. which is awesome. Yeah, you really are. And you're just like, like I said, you're just such a light. You're such like a, you know, like a bright spot in people's day, no matter if it's coaching or if it's a friendly face at the front desk at body, or like, I'm sure you probably make people at the thrift, the thrift shops that you go to feel really amazing too. Because- My guy, DeAndre. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because that's just like the type of person you are. Are. You know, there's that quote that's like, you know, the people that feel like sunshine, like that's you. And I'm sure you've got like, I'm sure people have like tagged you in it or sent you that quote because it's all around the internet, but um, it's such a special quality. And I think, you know, there's such a, a part of that of like who you, you knowing who you are at your core. And when Chelsea and I started working together, you know, I don't know when, when it was, but it was like sometime last year. Um, you know, the first thing I really do with people that are like kind of feeling like scattered or lost is value work. And it's like, people are looking outside of themselves for the answer when all it really takes is like taking a little time to go inward and like connect to these words and then bring those words to life. And the way that we know that those are what make us, us or who we are is when those words just feel like home. Right. So tell me a little bit about like your value experience and like, you know, the things that you really were sure of, and then realizing like this was a missing piece in your life. Well, I think you know, values sit within us. They're just there waiting to be discovered and waiting to be found. And that was kind of the funny part to me because I remember when we started working over them, I used the word, what was it? Um, rebellious with you when we had talked about your core values and you, you challenged me on that, which I love you for, but you challenged me because when I think of a rebel, you know, I think of this little troublemaker, which, which by the way, majority of my, my young adult life, I was this troublemaker. And this just goes to show how important knowing what your values are, and then the consequences of not living in those values, if, or if you don't do the work at all, and you're just kind of going through life, 
anything can kind of happen because you haven't honed in on what is or what isn't. And so I think I was a really good example of that with my whole like rebellious feeling that I had, um, just kind of reckless. It, it, I had the goodness to my core, all the things that I am now, I always was, but I didn't know it. I didn't leave, lead with that. And to me, like when I think about values, I think it is like that internal compass when you're in those moments, not those like, they don't have to be life or death. It could be something as simple as like a night out on the town with your friends or going to mom and dad's house. Just like running through those values, what's important to you, what what matters to you in this season of life and kind of using that as an internal checklist. But again, like when we first started working together, if you would have asked me, which you probably did, like what my, you know, what I thought about values, it was just like, oh, the things that you, the things that you value in life, the things that are important to you, not really that internal look at how you're living your life. Um, it's It's like a foundation, like that blueprint, and it can change everything. And so that, so at the time I would say that my values really didn't mean that much to me. They didn't matter that much. And now I would say that they're one of the most important things on a day to day that I implement that you use. It just, it reminds me of like knowing when to tip, how much to tip or like addition or like, you know, just like simple things that are just embedded within us. It's just like that. You just run through it. And I think that people they get so scared and myself included in the past, like, cause it's, it's daunting. Like, what are my core values? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Is something wrong with me? Or like, what if they're not good enough? Mm-hmm. I've heard that a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. those don't really sound that interesting. And, and it's really not about them being interesting as much as I think it's about them just being authentic to you. And that's the biggest piece is like realizing that it's not like something that's important to you outside of yourself, but like who you are at your core. You know, if we went around and asked like, who you are instead of what you do in life, like that we would answer through what our core values are. And like when, when I meet someone or work with someone and I get to know them and then we do the value work, I'm like, this makes so much sense. Like it just like take all of the labels off, take all of the identity off, you know, take the ego off and really like look at someone at their soul essence. And it's like, yes, this is so you and it's so powerful. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, when you kind of made that shift and you started looking at your life through the lens of your values, what, what kind of happened for you? What did you notice? Well, I think it would be easier to explain my core values are growth, authenticity, positivity, connection, and then for right now, curiosity. And, um, so when I, when I looked at those words, those are intense, they're powerful words as everyone's values are going to be. Um, there is n- in my belief, there's no value that's like greater than another. It's just, again, what's authentic and rings true to you. Cause that's where the power is. And the second that you like, which again, I think I'll speak for myself. I was guilty of where I, I wanted to put a, a word like family in or love, or, you know, those easy, and like, you were like, no, Unless you're like breathing every waking moment, like family, 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 or like love, love, love. Like it's, it's not because it, if you need it in order to give it, then right there, there's your issue, which is just such a cool part of that learning, that learning process. Um, but when I work through those values, like I'll just touch on growth. Growth is a super easy one. It's the one that I lead with every moment in my life. Growth doesn't mean only good growth. Growth is just expanding and growing and evolving, et cetera. And so for me, I can I can say wholeheartedly that every second of my life is growth focused. That does not mean that growth is happening in every second, but there is growth. There's some kind of focus. There is some kind of growth in every second. And if not, then it's then I'm thinking about it. And I feel like that's the same with all the other values of mine. 
And so when I was able to look at those words and say, wow, again, this has already been within me. But now, since I'm aware, because you're the one, you know, you're the one that taught me just like when, when the awareness is there, that's when I feel like it's up to us. It's our responsibility. When you're not aware, it's like, okay, that's fine. You know, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. But when you do know and you still continue to make those choices, then that's on you. And so when I had that, you know, realization of, holy crap, these are my values, life just started to be different, like, very quickly in the sense of just like going out, going out and drinking with friends, which is something that I always was kind of the yes man to. I mean, I'm in so many social circles because of all the different things that I do. And it's amazing. But I was looking at the money that was being spent, the alcohol, the kind of the overall cloudiness going on mentally. And I I pinpointed it and asked myself, okay, is this growth focus? Is this authentic to me? Is this positive to my mental health health? Okay, is this connecting with others? Yes, yes, it is. So, okay, that is one of my values. And then is it the curiosity? And to an extent, yes, it was just just getting no people being out just the aesthetics of new places. But when if you, if you saw what I did there, I ran through all the values and, and only two of them aligned with my core values. So then for me, it was like, okay, at this moment in life, going out is not the right move for me. And so I just pulled back and I thought about what that would look like. And I kind of restructured. And when I restructured again, that's when everything changed. That's when all the opportunity came to me. That's when I met Jack. That's when my sons and I relationship just like bloomed. That's when I cut like some, some ties that had been needing to cut for so long, but just going back to those, those old habits, those old, you know, just patterns made it super hard, especially with things like continuing to go out. And then you see people from the past and then those things get brought up, et cetera, et cetera. So when I stopped doing just that one thing, that's one tiny example, there was such a huge shift. And then, then that got me all geeked out and all psyched about, you know, keep, keep to keep doing it in other areas. And now we're here. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's such a beautiful example because, and I love how you were like curiosity is kind of like the, 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 the newly introduced value. Cause I, I, I agree with you. I think like there's a core of your essence of who you've always been like positivity. Like there's things that are just like, you've always been that way. You know, like we always look into values as like, well, what came easy to you as a child? Like, what is it, you know? And there's certain things that's just been consistent your whole life. And then as you experience new things and you have new opportunities, sometimes a new value comes in and you're like, you're so spot on with like, oh, I really wanted it to be like, I really wanted it to be love or I really wanted it to be family. Cause that's what we think it's supposed to be. And we feel guilty if we don't have family as a value, but often family comes with obligation. And if a value is an obligation, then it's not a value. doesn't mean that that's not important in your life. And it's definitely a part of it, like connection. But when we use values, like as an obligation, it takes us further away from who, who we truly are and like using your values in like those situations. Like you just said, like, like going out and drinking, like, yeah, maybe two of them it touched on, but the other ones, it was way more a lot, like you, where you wanted to be was way more aligned with those other values that weren't present. And right. so with values, like there's always like anything, there's a light and a dark, right? There's always a shadow and there's a light to it. So like connection is like, yeah, I love going out. I love connecting, but then that's also taking me away from these other values. So it's not like a one size fits all. And it's like very clear black or white. That's why it takes like that awareness, like being present with yourself and being like, okay, well, how does this, like, how does this feel? Like, is this a hell yes? And if it's not, then it's a no. And that's totally fine. And using your values to like use that as a compass is the best gift of all. 
Well, um, and if you oh, go ahead, no, no, go ahead. Uh, what I was gonna say is like, I understand that not everyone's core value is authenticity, but like, again, it's, it's just super easy. One is like when you are authentic, when you're living your truth. So whether or not authenticity is a core value, let's just say your core values as a whole, when you are living in your truth, things like judgment, things like, um, people getting angry, all those, all, they kind of dissipate, they dissolve because when you meet someone with who you are, it's almost like intimidating for the person on the other end, because you're not just like saying something to say something. You're not doing it to hurt anyone. You're just living in your truth. And I, I was so terrified when I stopped saying yes to going out, when I kind of switched friend groups and, and kind of just, like I said, restructured. And I, I thought people were going to say things and do things. No one said anything. I think everyone was just so excited and or impressed that I was doing what was best for me instead instead of saying yes, 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 yes. And, and getting aligned with finances and getting aligned with fitness and all of those things. Um, but it's not to say that judgment will never happen, but you do start to see that it happens less and less. And maybe it's that you care less and less. I'm not sure which one, but it's just, it's so nice to add that of, of this pressure. This exactly what to just piggyback on what you're saying is just that feeling to, you have to do something when you have to do something that just is like the fun killer of it. Right. Or the should, like if, if you're using the word like, oh, I have to do that or I should do that. It's not aligned with your values. And it's just like, oh, oh yeah. Like what is this? Like what isn't aligned? And then you get to redirect it. And I want to, I get to, those are the things like if you're even questioning what your values are, it's like, what do you, what do you, what did, what geek you out? Like for better or for worse, even as a child, my mom's like, you were so honest. It was jarring. Like, do you like da da da? Nope. Do you da da da? Like, I don't want to do that. And so authentic being that is just, it goes hand in hand. Like, I could go on a rabbit hole. Oh, I mean, it's beautiful though. Cause what you also, what I wanted to touch on is like when you made that choice, right. And it was uncomfortable, which is by the way, aligned with growth, like making that choice <laughs> to like not go out or like, you know, um, shift the, the people that you're hanging out with, how like other things blossomed in such a big way. And like, that's the universe's way of like being like, rewarding you for like following who you truly are and like your relationship with your son and like other opportunities started opening up. And it's like, yes, like that's what happens when you get aligned with your values. It's freaking wild. Like it's like, it, it lights me up because I've also had that experience too and you can't deny it. And it's so palpable and you can feel that vibration in your body. And it's like that little, that little voice, that intuition is like, keep going, keep following this path. And, and like everything is going to work out. Even when it gets hard, it's going to work out if you stay this course. So I want, I want to talk about your values and like when things aren't aligned, um, especially, you know, you talked about leaving the show with Ryan and I'm really curious how you use your values to make a decision that was probably challenging to make because nothing was quote unquote wrong, but you also could feel something wasn't right. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I think that's been a, a tough one to kind of work through because I care so heavily for people. Uh, I'm, I'm, I pride myself in how loyal I am and I love Ryan. Ryan is near and dear to my heart. We worked together before and I trained with him way back in the day. And so to have been asked to be the podcast, the co-host was just such a, such a compliment, such a cool thing. And we vibed so well together. So, and I got paid really well. Like there were, it, I got to use my voice in a positive way for women. Like it was amazing. Um, I think somewhere down the line and I, commend Ryan as well for always staying authentic. If I had to guess what one of what 
Ryan's one of Ryan's core values would be I, I do feel it would be authenticity and so I can't judge him or put him down for it like it, it good on him for staying authentic but naturally he just was going a more sexual like outspoken route and I took a look I think I started in February or March and I took a look at from February until now or in December and, and I thought to myself I'm like okay my life has changed considerably I, I don't drink I am so in love with Jack. I am such a homebody with my family and, and Kita and my dog and all of these things. And I'm super immersed in my community and my church. And I'm my, like my faith is just growing so quickly and so strongly. And, um, you know, it's really tough to be in church every Sunday and think about some of the topics that we had been doing. And I think that that's where the shift happened. Um, and that's where I say that, that curiosity, even though it's a value right now, I think that it, it's, it might be time soon to kind of reevaluate, which I think it's also important to touch on that values change. And you said that in the beginning that like, Hey, your values will change in different seasons. And it's been really cool to experience that because my values have just stayed the exact same since we discovered them. And now for the first time, it's like, okay, I might be ready to change it out with another word. And that's totally okay. It's not to say that that value won't come back later in life or, or show up in a different way. So that's been really interesting. Um, but to tie that back in, I was kind of going through my core values on a weekly basis when we would record and it just was not aligning, like none of them. And so that was that was tough out of five values to have none of your values. Even the curiosity for me wasn't there anymore. Um, and my Question whole thing- you. Go ahead. What did that, yeah, yeah. What did that feel like in your body? Like, I'm just curious about like you sitting down, looking at your values, looking at what you were doing. Like, what did that feel like? Inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Which is there, like it, that was huge for me. That is when I had to sit down with Jack and um, kind of just let him know, hey, I made this decision. This is not, I didn't talk to anybody about it. I didn't want any insight. I knew it had to come from me and me only. Um, but it was tough because another one of my core values is connection. And that was arguably one of the easiest way I've ever been able to connect with people that I otherwise maybe never would have been able to. And the amount of, DMs and emails and texts and from people that I, I cared about, but I didn't, or I, people that I knew and cared about people that I didn't know and cared about. Like that was the thing that stoked the fire for so long. And that that's what made it really hard. And so values, like you said, values, knowing your values, living in your values doesn't mean that it's going to be easy by any means. I actually think sometimes that makes life more challenging and more difficult because you're put in these situations where, you know, to your core, it's not the right thing. And that can show up with, you know, in a relationship, a long time relationship that you just know is not aligning with you and you have to walk out. Maybe that's a friendship, a job, a partner, or a situation like me with a podcast where you can love the person on the other end, you can love the opportunity, but you just know it's not aligned with you and you've got to walk away. Maybe it's with food. Maybe it's, it could be, it could show up in so many different ways, but it's, it's, it's hard. It is hard. I cried. I, I really went inward. I I just took some time to myself to kind of work through that. And it was really, really scary and tough to make that decision. But when I made it, it was like, (gasps) like, like releasing that breath that you were holding in for so long. And just to see like Ryan with the new coast house and kind of the route that they're going, it's 100%. It was the right move. And I do think the universe will reward you what you said. I think that's now on the head. It might not be in the way that you think. And that's where I would definitely encourage everyone to kind of just like 
release those expectations or those standards and just start to kind of remain open. And I remember being on the canal saying to myself, like, I don't know how this is going to serve me. I just gave up X amount of money. I just gave up X amount of exposure. That was my family was like, are you crazy? What are you doing? Why did you do that? I was like, cause I just knew I had to, I did. I knew it was time to go. And I just, I put that out there in the universe. Like I know it's going to reward me in some way. And then for me reaching out to just other little things happening. And I know things will continue to happen. I do believe that the universe will kind of give you that pat on the back and say, Hey, that was awesome. That bravery, that courage, just that vulnerability to show up and to make that choice, like right on you. And I think it will come back to benefit me. Oh, so good. Chels. I and just like hearing you say that just puts such a big smile on my face because when things are good, quote unquote, and people on the outside, it wouldn't make sense to them. They're not, they're not in your body. They don't, they don't know what that feels like to do something, to show up that feels inauthentic and totally misaligned. So for you to like stay in that and like, that's what courage is like courage is that feeling of like, it's, it's like fear. I, I describe courage as like, feeling like my butt's going to fall off. <laughs> like, <I feel> like <laughs> something is going to happen, but it's so like, you feel so empowered once you come from that place of, of courage. And it's exciting to see like, what, you know, what possibility you just open for yourself without like having to know. And I love it's, it's the best, one of the best thoughts is like, I know this is happening for me and you don't have to know what it is. Cause you never know until later on anyway, but staying in that, that place of, of trust and, and leaning into your faith, because that's truly what it's all about. It's like knowing that those challenges and those opportunities are really just an invitation to, to grow and to trust like something even better is coming your way. Yeah. There's, I think there's so much in life that we are not in control of and there's, you know, again, you're the one that really the two, two biggest things I learned from you are values and then uh, language. And like, there are so many circumstances in life that we cannot control that then, you know, bring about these thoughts that then they create the feelings and then the behavior, which leads to the action. And, and it's kind of that cycle, right? The one thing that we can use is almost like that cheat sheet is it, well, I shouldn't say one, but I, I would say the biggest one is, is that having that list of values being able to say, okay, okay, you know who you are, you know who you are, like stay authentic, use this, okay, if something really crappy is being thrown at you, okay, remember growth, we love growth, we know growth is not only positive, okay, come on, <laughs> use your positivity, you got to get yourself through this, go seek support, because we love connecting, and then keep at it, because you're curious about it, you want, you ask for this, you want it, so even just mentally working through that in 30 seconds could take me having something super disruptive in my day, and reframing and saying, okay, it's okay. It's okay. We know it's okay. And then slowly, but surely those things, yes, we still can't, you know, see the future, but they don't, they don't, they don't have as much control over us. They don't have as, they don't have as much power over us. And there's something powerful in that there's something freeing in knowing, okay, as long as I am really, really honed in on these things that make me, me, everything else will work itself out. That doesn't mean everything else will be great or everything else will be happy but everything will work itself out. And there is something that's so like calming internally about that. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend everyone <laughs> go seek out their core values if you don't know what they are. So powerful too, because it's like you, you, you nailed it because it's not like, it's not feeling good not feeling good. Like, it's not like, Oh, I made this decision and this feels good. There's a lot of negative emotion that came with it because 
of the security and the safety of what you were doing. Um, so it's not like you make this decision and you follow your values and you feel like this, like, you know, you're like a floating on a cloud, like it comes with negative emotion. And that's really what it means to be a human. You're experiencing the positive and the negative. And just, even though you, you know who you are, that doesn't make the negative like less intense. It makes it more intense because you're so aware and so open to like the whole human experience. Um, and I relate. So I relate so deeply to you sharing that because I had the same experience when I left teaching spin at the Madison, like I was getting paid really well. I worked my ass off for like what, seven years to get paid this. Right. And like, I was working down the street and like everything, everything on the outside looked great. And so when I made that decision, I was like, it, it is like pulling at my heart. Like the feeling that it felt in me was like, every time I showed up, my heart was just like being tor- torn into pieces because I'm trying to show up in one way, but it was so inauthentic. Like it was just, so I'm like, I'm repping some, a place that has, that is no longer aligned. Like it was aligned at one point and, and then it wasn't aligned and I, I faked it for so long and I could feel it was like a weight every single time that I would show up. And it was the hardest, one of the hardest decisions I've had to make too. But when you stay in that alignment, and even though it's a hard decision and it's super uncomfortable, it feels so good going to bed at night, putting my head down on a pillow, being like, hi, I see you. I know who you are. And like, I'm so proud of you for making that decision. And it's like having your own back, like no one else has to understand it. It has to make sense to you because at the end of the day, when you put your head on your pillow, no matter who else is in your bed, it's still just you. Right. Well, and just, I, yes, like just, yes, yes, girl. There you go. Yes, girl. <laughs> but then I was thinking like my wheels are turning right now. And like, I think too, though, as a coach, like you being your authentic Brit, And not just as a coach, as a future mom, as a wife, as a daughter, as all the roles Mm -hmm. that you play, not just a coach, but you being your authentic Brit is like what makes you shine so bright. And I I wasn't in your life during that period on a daily basis where I could be like, oh, I knew something was up. So I'm not going to sit there and say that. But I, I can speak for myself that thankfully it was only a brief period where I was feeling that inauthenticity, but it definitely felt like my light was dimming out. And I verbatim said, I'm not going to allow my light to dim. Mm -hmm. And if that means walking away, then that means walking away. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's something to it is especially in this case, being a coach is like, we've got to lead by example. We've, we've got it. And that was another thing for me is, is the clients that I did work with where they were talking to me about, they said, Hey, I don't want to offend you, but we're not watching the show anymore. We're not, we're not tuning in anymore. We know it's not you. We can see the uncomfortableness on your face during the episodes, but we don't, it's, and I just remember like, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. And someone used the word tasteless. And I remember I was like, Oh, right. Okay. Like you can, you can call me a lot of things. They did not call me tasteless, but I do not want to be associated with something that was tasteless. And it really made me do that deep dive and just even that brief period. So I can't imagine for you, just you were there for a lot longer. So I understand when you are in something for so long, it's just that almost guilt is the first word that comes to mind of just like your community, the people you work with yourself, that's just the consistency of something. Um, this, the fear of walking away from something like that big of something. Um, but like, I know not even being in your body that it's benefited you tenfold as well. Oh my gosh. Like so, so on so many levels. And it is that like 
like leading by example, because yeah, as a coach teaching people values and then feeling so inauthentic, I'm like, I'm gonna teach you values, but I'm over here, like wrestling around trying to figure out how to make my values fit into a place that no longer it is aligned with, like, because it was tricky as well with you, you know, it's like, there's so many values that were aligned, but like there was, you know, you really can like look back and see, um, that it was like trying to force it, you know, right. like trying to force it. Um, but it is just, it's, it's a beautiful practice. And you go through those experiences where, you know, not everything is going to be aligned because we're, we're put in these experiences to, to check in and be like, do I know myself? Do I trust myself? Can I have my own back? Even if no one else understands what I'm doing, like, can I, can, can I use this to help me become more of who I want to be? And I think, you know, that's why it's not just like this easy, you know, rainbow road to the, to the promised land. Like that's like, so not what this is about, but it really is to like, help you like come back home and really trust this, um, this place that is like, that is us. Oh, I think it's a blessing. I think what happened to you with the Madison was blessing. I think life challenging you in that way, the universe being, okay, girl, when push comes to shove, you're over there preaching about your values. We're going to mess stuff up. We're going to put it in your face. We're going to make it really ugly for you and see how you show up. Mm-hmm. And we're human, right? Like we're, we're just go, we're trying to figure it out. Just like everyone else, you having that time to be, to, to go back and forth and tether back, like with that decision, that was you being human, you deciding, okay, enough is enough. This is not authentic. I'm walking away is you leaning into your core values. Me going, knowing I wasn't supposed to be on woe anymore, wrestling with that decision was me being inauthentic for a brief moment of time, which was me going against my values. That was a blessing. Because yeah. it was life challenging, with life testing me. And for someone who is growth focused, that is awesome. Because again, if we're on that rainbow road, if everything is happening for us, everything is happening to us, and everything's so good, so great all the time, that's not when growth happens. That's not when perseverance and resilience and vulnerability and all of these awesome words that are not the easiest to learn and to really like implement within us, like all those things don't happen during those, like, oh my God, life is so great. Everything's just perfect. No, it's during those hard moments, which we know to be true. And so again, it, like over time, you you start to not ask and look for those moments, but when they come, you're like, okay, I'm gonna put my pants on. <laughs> it's like pants. game on. Yeah, because well, you know you know it's gonna be okay. Well, and that like brings me to my next question because so you know you go through the values work and you have this list of fat four to five words that are just like, you know, they're beautiful words, like positivity and growth and adventures. One of mine, you know, it's like, yay, look at my words. These are my values. How does one take their values off this piece of paper and start to live them and embody them, especially if they're not living in alignment with their values? Like what would be the first step of how to bring those into your life and not just let it be on a piece of paper or a post-it note? For me, it was taking, um, like collecting data. So for me, that was everyone's first step, I believe is a little bit different depending on how their mind works. But for me, I had to go backwards a little bit and look at what I was currently doing. And like, okay, what did my last X amount of weeks look like? When did I kind of have that low, low, like, um, self confidence? When did I have that frustration? When was my anger getting the best of me? Where was this disconnect with my friends? When did my finances kind of go downward, like all of that thing. So for me, it was collecting the data And then looking at those words that I pulled and being like, okay, did that align with this? Did that align with this? And then from there, it was, um, I could 
I consider myself to be a solution-based person. So for me, it was finding solutions of like, okay, so if I love connection, but I don't love the drinking and the, you look at your bank account the next day and you see $175 from one bar and you're like, oh my goodness, why did I do that? You know? And so for me, it was like looking at that and saying, okay, well, how can I, how can I look for connection in a different kind of healthier, cheaper way? And so I sought out those solutions. So for me, the first step was just taking a hard look at what was and then where I wanted to go, what I wanted to be, the, the, it looking, imagining what that would look like, what life would look like if I were living in those values, which because I'm so visual and imaginative, that's what was like a huge game changer. And I just started doing it. Yeah. Well, and but I, I like- know it's different. But I love that as a first step for someone that's listening, because I always like to give tangible action steps. And I think like that is the first step is like, well, learning what your values are. And then before like jumping right into them, looking at what you're currently doing, because that really shows you like what you currently value, which might not be aligned with who you really are, but where you spend your time and you put your focus, you might just value it because it's a habit, right? Like going out and drinking like that might not be aligned with who you are, your essence, but like it was a habit, something that you just did. And that's something that, you know, we often fall into and we value that. But then when we take a step back and look at like, how does this align with like who I actually am? And it's not, then you can start shifting that focus into what actually feels true to you. And I think that that's such a great first step is like doing an audit (laughs) of like looking at like, how do I spend my time? Like, what am I doing? daily? Like, am I spending a time on social media? Am I going out? Like, where is my time spent? Because that's showing you what you're currently valuing versus like who you really are. And that's got me thinking about when we work together and values don't always come right away. Like there's, there could definitely be a word or two that's in there that you might think is your value. That's totally okay. And I remember you saying that, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. If there's a word that's on here now that in the next week or so, if you're practicing and implementing these values and it just doesn't ring true, it's okay, but that means that it's not a value. And that's what I think is too, that's really cool about part of the process is that knowing and not being afraid that you're picking the wrong word and instead trusting that over time, the right word will come about. Yeah. It's like that trust, like it will, it, the more you pay attention, the more you'll be like, Oh, this is something that I, that I value. Um, and then letting go of those like aspirational values, you know, the, the words that you're like, Oh, like, I really want that to be my value, but it like does not come easy to me, but that's okay. That doesn't mean it can't evolve into it. But I think the, the, the more that we're like honest with ourselves and true, the, the better it feels, the more aligned and authentic that it feels like from the inside out. And then that exudes out of you because you're totally right. Like for the time when like I almost had to like compartmentalize that part of me. And that's one of the things like, fortunately, unfortunately, I'm really good at is like, everything is great. Like I could always do that, but the more work you do on yourself and that inner work, the harder it is to wear that mask, which I'm so grateful for. And so it's just so interesting because like, this is lifelong work and it's not just something that you're like, okay, I know my values, check that off a list. It has to be present in your every 
day life. So whether that's choosing one value, like curiosity, like I'm going to put on the hat of curiosity today. And that is going to be my value that I live into, or maybe it is connection. You're like, I'm going to think of some questions that like, I don't usually ask people and really like, listen, like today I'm going to listen because I'm going to embody connection. It is who I am today. And I think it's just such a fun way to just like show up and like feel great <laughs> throughout your day because you're like living in your values. <laughs> Yeah. And that's like the, I do think it is lifelong work last night in the shower. Uh, my dad has COVID and I'm at times can be stubborn with suppressing, you know, like not telling Jack or my family certain things. So I don't stress them out. And then last night in the shower, I was like really challenging myself. I'm like, you know, is it authentic to go to bed without telling Jack what's going on? Is it authentic to not show up with where you're at right now? And, and it was me talking to me, kind of giving myself that, that challenging myself. And like, I got out of the shower, I talked to Jack, it was a tough combo. And, but so again, it wasn't a great feeling, but even just being authentic about where I was at, which is a very emotionally like fearful place as anyone would be if their parent were sick, but just being able to show up and connect with another human like that, the closest human to me and be authentic with him about where I was at, instead of going to bed, suppressing that feeling both internally, externally, because energy is just, you he would have felt that if, if he didn't, if he wouldn't have felt it last night, you would have felt it today. And then that doesn't benefit us either as a couple. And so it is lifelong work. And it is, it definitely, it's not, it's not something that just because you've been practicing it on a daily basis for six months, a year, two years, three years, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that it's ever going to just like happen 100% of the time without efforts. I think over time it gets easier or those pep talks are far and few between or they're a lot quicker to before you like do something about it and then furthermore implementing values in a on toward it with your relationship jack and i have been recently like we did it when we first started dating but having a values within a couple i think is really powerful and i think it's very underrated a lot of people aren't really honing in on it um i had never done it with anyone and then when we first started dating we kind of set these these this foundation of like what we kind of wanted to be together and separately and then now that we're a little bit further along, we are re revisiting it. Um, we know that community is one of ours, but that's where we still have work to do for the rest. That's beautiful though. And I think bring that into a relationship and even hearing you say that, like, that's something that as I'm in this new season of starting a family of like getting to decide what those values are with Brian and together as a family is so exciting. It's so exciting. It's ah! so exciting. Cause like, there's so much crossover with like Brian and I couldn't be more different, but also like shockingly very similar. And, and a lot of it comes down to our, our values. So it's, it's going to be exciting to see how like we take what our values are, like the similarities and then what we want to embody within our family, because that, you know, is going to create such a powerful unit, which is something that we both are like want so deeply. And it's like, it's just an exciting place to be because that's a, like to show it's like taking who you are and then allowing it to evolve into like where you're going. Um, so, oh, it's so great. Oh, Chelsea, I could talk to you forever before we got on this call. Chelsea and I were both trying to figure out our technology. <laughs> and it was like, we, and because Chelsea and I have all very similar values, which shocker, like growth and positivity and connection. I'm like, of course, like you just meet your people based off your values. Like you could literally meet someone and you're like, I don't know what it is about them. I just really like them. And then you get to know their values. And I'm like, well, that's why we like each other so much. Yeah, it makes sense. 
values and it's so powerful, but, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but (laughs) I'm just really grateful for you to spending the time um, and being patient as we figured out (laughs) the technology. Um, but I'm curious where, you know, like you're in this transition, you're still coaching. So tell Mm -hmm. me like, how can people work with you? How can they go deeper on this topic with you? Um, do you have anything that you're up to that you want to share? Right now for the month of December, I'm done, which is nice. It feels nice to just kind of have that, that break and that time, uh, just like, I love seasons of going inward. And I definitely feel like that's, there's this little pocket of time is that for me. So I'm really liking that lately. Um, I am taking more one-on-one clients in January, which I'm excited for because November was like wrapping up quite a bit, quite a few clients. And so, you know, when you like, I mean, you of all people probably know this, like you get that break, but then you're like eager to start again. Um, and so, and then I coincided, like did not plan this, but it's so cool. I had quite a few people, young women reach out about thrifting. And so I actually do think that I'm going to start like a little thrifting collecting, if you will, and just meet like bi-weekly and just kind of go over things. Cause I didn't realize that so many people were trying to do it in just people yeah. that follow me. So I was like, okay, so that'll be like a fun little passion project. Um, but as far as like working with me, I, I have only ever used Instagram. It's worked out really well just sending me a DM or scheduling it through my little schedule link. Um, but yeah, starting January, I'll start taking clients again. And then I'm excited to see where that goes and, um, doing, I'm going to start doing body workshops once a month, which has been like a huge goal of mine. Ah! So I'm very excited. I'm excited for that. So 2022, you know, I'm enjoying these last couple of weeks of 2021, but I'm ready. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, by the time this goes live, it will be February. So you'll be clients then. So if you want to have a baby, I have a baby. Oh my God. Um, so I will definitely share that in the show notes. And if you don't follow Chelsea for her, like, um, positivity and just happiness and light, follow her for her thrift finds because girls got killed. It is so, I love watching it. Like when Chelsea and I um, started working together, she had kind of just like slyly slid in like that. She loves thrifting. Like that's just like a passion of hers. And it's been really cool to see it come like full circle. And you started like sharing and posting. I'm like, yes, yes. Like I'm like, find me this. Like you have a right, right. I still Uh, have, I have a bunch of dresses for you. Um, but it it is crazy because going back to authentic, like when I talked to you about it, it didn't feel authentic in that moment to start it. And that was quite a bit ago. And then one day I woke up and was like, let's go. And I've had so much success with it. Of course there are pieces that don't sell, but no, like it's been such a, such a cool project. It's been so successful. And I'm like, okay, this just further proves that just being authentic and trusting that. And now it's been, it doesn't feel like work at all. It's just, it's exciting. I have eight pairs of Lulu's on the way right now. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So yeah, so really good. I'll make sure all of that is in the show notes. And thank you again so much for your time and sharing your gift and your light. This was like one of my favorite conversations. And I look forward to seeing what happens next for you and how I can support that journey. Hey, okay. Thanks for (laughs) (laughs) for having me on. (laughs) 